0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sava Serves. So this episode is going to be a little bit different because we're talking about a more serious topic, which is what's happening in Israel and Palestine right now. So this is Thunby, and today I have a guest speaker with me. Um, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Um, hi, I'm Harman. I previously did work with Sava and Saldiv. Um, previous summer, I'm currently studying political science at Boston University and um, i've definitely spent a lot of my time in the last couple of years pursuing social justice causes and the israel and palestine conflict is something i've been deeply invested to um, and uh, i've accumulated like a lot of education on like what happened on both sides and i'm obviously learning more um, but i've definitely been pretty involved with the whole scene
0: that's really great to hear i know you recently went to a protest about what's going on so i was hoping you could give us a little insight to what these protests look like. And actually, before we even go there, maybe your thoughts and your take on what's happening right now, just as a brief informational piece, I guess.
1: So I feel like people are a little bit confused on why these attacks even happened in the first place. The reality is the people of Palestine have been subjected to an open-air prison, ethnic cleansing, and almost genocide for the last 75 years um, by Israel. Um, So this has obviously caused a lot of tension between Palestinians and Israelis. Palestinians are definitely feeling like they are being oppressed. And I think by all definitions of oppression, they definitely are being oppressed. So recently what happened was a resistance group known as Hamas uh, pushed back on the Israelis and captured back some of the land that They claim Israel had stole because, as as if you didn't know, um, the whole land used to be Palestine. And then after the Holocaust, uh, Jewish settlers came in, sought refuge. And what ended up happening was the formation of the state of Israel. Palestinians lost a lot of their land from it. Um, They lost a lot of autonomy. So what happened recently is kind of a fight back against that. This has been ongoing for 75 years, so it definitely didn't happen out of the blue. So my whole take on this is that um, obviously I think any loss of life is bad, yeah. and there's loss of life on both sides, and I think it's very important for everyone to be respectful of that. I no matter what side you you say you support, no one's life matters more than the other person. Yeah, um, and I think that that's something we need to like establish now because I often see people posting on social media only about like innocent people dying on one side, but you don't you don't get to choose whose life matters more or not. So now that that's established, my take on this is I feel that Palestinian people have every right to defend themselves. Yeah. and um, I think these ta- attacks are definitely not unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And my I feel the Western media, um and a lot of the western world is being very asympathetic towards what's happening in palestine and i feel like there's not enough light being shed on the fact that these palestinians have been going through atrocity for 75 years hospitals are being bombed mosques are being bombed schools are being bombed families have been separated children i think the death toll in Gaza is about 741 children now and people are, the media just does not want to cover any of this. And I just feel like it's just such an injustice to these people. Um, most of them are innocent.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like the media, a lot of influencers nowadays that are posting about what's happening, I like like you said, I've noticed people take sides like only sympathizing for lives lost on one side when in reality at the end of the day, no matter what side you support, that's up to you. But people's lives are being lost and at the end of the day that's not okay but i also feel like just so like i don't know i feel like the media skews kind of what's happening because as you said this has been like this issue has been rooted many many years back and people are making it seem like it was a sudden terrorist attack when people aren't taking the time to inform themselves on what led this to happen and that's causing a lot of like misinformation and it's it's not okay because it's just i don't know it's i i feel like the lack of information within the public like people's almost unwillingness to educate themselves outside of the skewed posts that they see is more harmful in a way because people can't help the situation if they don't know what's going on
1: and i think a really uh, big issue with this is actually a lot of fake news articles that have been going around that yeah, have been the public there was a lie that um hamas had murdered 40 israeli babies this was completely a lie and our president of the united states delivered a speech where he cited this um which is i think it's just terrible that in this day and age we're just making up narratives about people we're making up these face, uh, false accusations of women being raped people uh, babies being you know, dead, attacks that didn't happen just to fit a narrative. And I think that's honestly racist at this point if yeah. we're going to just create big stories to support an agenda. And that's, and that's where people get confused, too. Now people are kind of not sure who to trust. And honestly, I, I'm with them because I see stories and then it gets proven false later, but then it gets proven true again. They're using old footage from, like, I saw a video. They said that. Uh, Hamas put these Israeli kids in cages and there was videos of kids in cages as it turns out it was I think from 2012 in Syria so they're just relabeling uh, old content, old videos or non-related content at all and blaming it on Hamas and uh, you know people in Gaza when it's just not true and, this, and when you can't trust the media then people get really scared and they start just believing the first thing they see
0: yeah and this the unreliability of the media at the moment is what's instilling fear i feel like in so many people and if people like for example like the president as you were saying is citing something that's not true people are going to lose trust in not only like news articles but in their own president which is which is like the like a huge downfall for at least our country but i'm sure this is going on worldwide I don't keep up with the news articles other than like those in the U.S. But if it's bad here, I'm assuming it's 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 got to be bad in other places as well. So um, I wanted to ask you, Harman, what do you think we can do to combat this? How can we help?
1: So. um, The way I help, I mean, this is at least my way of helping is to at least speak up and give these people a voice. Um, we have social media, why not use it for the betterment of others? Yeah. Yes, it can be, you know, um a detriment to our democracy. Um I, you, a lot of bad things happen over social media, but I believe we can use it for good. Mm-hmm. I think people have this whole notion that posting stuff doesn't like actually make any actual change, but not speaking up means that you are adhering to the silence that's being forced upon you.
0: Yeah, it's um, like the bystander effect.
1: Exactly. Um, and I know I have lots of friends who are struggling right now. Um, I have my One of my best friends is Palestinian. He, he and his family are hurting really badly. One of my friends from high school, her aunt is trapped in the West Bank right now. The IDF is not letting her and her cousins come back home um, to America, even though you're citizens. So I know people personally who are hurting because of this. And I think our sick community should be hurting for them. I think we have gone through a lot of similarity, uh, similar things in our community and we are still ongoing occupation and oppression in the state of Punjab. So if okay. anything, we should definitely be making a conscious effort to be sympathetic and support uh, you know, our brothers and sisters also struggling through oppression. And as Sikhs too, um, our gurus have always taught us to speak up against oppression. And um, you know, you're just exercising the gurus teaching to the sick. And it was really sad to see the other day, um, a, a young uh Gore, just Jaslin Gore, her face was put on a billboard um and uh, that was written Harvard's leading anti-Semites because she was supporting the Palestinian organization in her school. Um, but at the same time, I also know that she was just doing exactly what Sikki teaches us to speak up for those who were oppressed. So I think at six we need a, a show unwavering support. I've definitely seen this um come up more now. If anyone follows Sick Expo on Instagram, they've been posting a lot of information about what's happening in Palestine, trying to inform um our community about it. And I feel like may- maybe many will say, "Oh, we have our own issues right now. Like, why do we care about them? They don't care about us." But um, I don't think our, any of our gurus ever backed down towards any oppression. We have historically helped Muslims and Hindus, even our enemies. We would heal them on the battlefield. So, I don't think justice is specific to anyone.
0: That's a great point. I completely agree. Um, it's the the biggest problem is our, is like lies within the people who don't, who just don't do anything. They just let it happen. Reposting something on your Instagram story may not seem like a big deal, but if you are one of those thousands of people who are reposting a true news article in the midst of everything that is fake, you're helping spreading awareness for what's going on. I think just there's so much harm in just sitting back and not doing anything that so many people don't realize because even something so simple as posting on social media can spread so much awareness whereas doing nothing and letting it go by it's it's just the lack of it's just not what we were taught to do as you said like our gurus always advocated for equal justice they always advocated for standing up like um our guru sacrificed his life for people who weren't even of our religion they, he sacrificed his life for Hindus because no matter what faith they were from what was being done to them was unjust and we it's our duty it's our civil duty not just as six but as as just like the general population it's our duty to fight for this unjust this injustice and step up so i think that's a really great point thank you so so much for being on this episode with us it was really great to have you and um we'll come back with another episode next week anything you want to say before we end
1: Um, Yeah. Thank you for having me. And I would just want to adhere a a warning, I guess, to anyone who is posting stuff and, you know, going to protest, being vocal about their support. um, Just be careful. Um, Be very careful about what you say online and what you do. Um, I just mentioned just leaning in someone in our own community who is being doxed um, by uh, pro-Israel groups, Mm -hmm. and she's now unable to get jobs post-college. There are a lot of people who are looking to get um, these pro- anyone who says anything pro-Palestine out of their jobs and out of school. So I would just adhere everyone to be careful.
0: That's really great. Thank you. Thank you so much.